Welcome back to Folding the Cheese. It's your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today. We are previewing week five in the NFL, and I'm excited today because this is a personal favorite of mine. We are, I'm joined today, as always, by the Odysseus to my Achilles. Stay Achilles. You were born for this war. Things are less simple today. Women have a way of complicating things. All the kings of Greece, I respect you the most. That's right. We're talking Troy today. Troy, okay. Troy throwback. Yeah. When uh, when you were talking about which you know which theme we're doing today, I came up with one which I thought was a good one, but you said nay. I want to do Troy. I was like, wow. Okay. Uh, random throwback, but I'm not hating on it. It's a good movie. It's a solid flick. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, it's just one that you know I've probably seen once, maybe twice, like pieces of it. Uh, but again, just not one I was like off the tip of my head, like, yes, Troy. I'm just telling one. you, it's, it's, I know it's super weird and it's kind of like that movie basic I was talking about, but <laughs> that's right. There's there certain movies that I just like, like to rewatch, you know? Oh yeah. And Troy is just one of them. I took, I took a Greek with mythology class in college. I was always just kind of always interested in the stories and like the characters and all that kind of stuff. Achilles is just such a badass. I just yeah. think he's the coolest. Um, that's of course, Brad Pitt too, man. That's of prime. course it's Brad Pitt, yeah, and it is prime. Yeah. So it's like it's just an awesome movie. I yeah. think it's. I'm not even going to say like the acting is all that great necessarily, but uh, the story is obviously great. You know, a, a true Greek mythology moment. I mean, granted, I I did not take a Greek mythology course. Is it quote unquote accurate? <laughs> I mean, as accurate as a movie with Brad Pitt and uh, decently. Every yeah, man it can be. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there's the creative liberties or whatever, right? Artistic liberties, but yes, it is relatively accurate um, in terms people... of Greek mythology. Because again, this yes. is not like it's, it's accurate it's yeah, in terms of mythology the... for a reason. <laughs> like the timetable's way accelerated. Right, you know? it's a war that took like years. Um, I was gonna like, say, how long was the actual war? I think it was like several years. Was it really not just three days? Not three days. <laughs> <laughs> not just three days. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, like, there's some there's some stuff like that they, they skip through. Uh, obviously, like the uh, the altar girl and all that whole stuff is. I don't know if that's. I don't think that's real. She's a love interest at some point here, you know. Like, um, but yeah, the idea of of the main characters, the reason uh, I'm not even certain that it was entirely because of Paris and Helen. I, I don't even know that that was like entirely it. I thought she um, was the face that launched a thousand ships, man. I thought that was like the thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, yeah, they they certainly could have chalked it up to that. Sure. But as you can even even in the movie, they're talking about like he's been wanting to to try and take on Troy for a long time. Right. Agam- old Agamemnon. First of all, I love that it's Brian Cox. Uh, I, know. I know. One of one of just my favorite roles Brian Cox has ever had is Super Troopers. I mean, first of all, yes. that's a great flick. Have we not been Super Troopers yet? Because I don't not, think, I don't think we, we have. I feel like we did the meow one time we, during an episode just for fun, but I don't yeah. think we were actually the characters. Okay, that might have to come up soon. That's um, coming up. You say time. shenanigans one more time. <laughs> hey, Farba, what's that? Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian. Shenanigans? Oh, shenanigans. Oh. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. Right? Put those away. Uh, yeah, I just, I, for whatever reason, even though Brian Cox is a very highly credited actor with lots of big time roles, always That's the role you remember Super Troopers. Yeah, I'm currently uh, watching Succession, so I've got him as uh, Logan as the the patriarch of the Succession series or whatever. So yeah, yeah, interesting. He's crushing okay. that currently. How old is Brian Cox? I guess is my question. <clears throat> um, I hope that's not a trivia question. I don't know. <laughs> oh crap! I mean, that's coming up later. Seventy-four. <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? You're looking it up right now. I was trying to think. I was like, should I look this up? I will not. Should I'm just surprised he's alive. Up? I'm just happy he is because he's great. He's, <laughs> he's just great. He is great. He's fantastic. Um, so yeah, that movie's great. You should check it out. I mean, it's it's got all the fighting you want to see. It's got Brad Pitt just dominating, doing some super cool stuff. The effects are pretty cool. For I mean, yeah, because for the time, the effects are pretty ridiculous. And like just the landscapes and just the scenes itself were pretty good. It was pretty, um, pretty massive. 
obviously yeah. when you're talking about a Trojan War and thousand ships and stuff. That was probably, you know, so it was what, 2004, 2003 when that movie came out? Yep. So that was probably just at the kind of the groundbreaking for CGI. It's like, look how many ships we can put in the background of this shot. That's right. Yeah, that's true. They, yeah, they had, uh, they had just remade the Star Wars movies like a couple years earlier, the first one, you know? Yeah. And so you're kind of like, oh, we got, we got skills now. Look what we can do. Look what we can do. That's pretty sick. I like it. Pretty good. Nice. Uh, not a ton to cover as far as news around the NFL, which is a good thing. <laughs> God, there's been so many injuries, um, and there aren't there aren't a million updates either. You'll probably get them later today. So if you're listening to this in the afternoon, check your rosters to see what kind of practice updates you get. Um, but a lot of the same people that were questionable going into the week didn't practice yesterday. Right. Uh, a lot of veteran rest days, as I've said, like on Wednesdays a lot. So not a ton of updates there, or like limited practices, which never mean anything to me. Like a limited practice. Could be literally anything. So yeah, it kind of, sorry, just a little side story. So when I was working at Penn state, we had a player who was great. Like she, she was a baller. She went like game time. You want her in your lineup, but for lack of a better term, like she was basically, you know, she's probably 20 years old, but in a 45 year old's body, like her knees were just so old and cranky and just all that. So basically like whenever we went on the road, she would never do shoot around. She would never do like practice the day before a game just because we wanted to have her fresh. So it's kind of like that same idea. It's like limited practice. Like, nah, I'm not, I'm not practicing, but don't worry. I'm going to play. I'm going to feel it for three days later, but kind of the same idea. So me and Nixon. We're talking about practice. Great player, me and Nixon. We miss having you out there. Yeah, I hope you're listening. Yes. (laughs) Okay, uh, there are some big names to cover, though, real quick, and we'll just roll through these because they're fairly sizable updates here. Jonathan Taylor, the big news came out yesterday. He is going to miss Thursday Night Football tonight, so hope you got backup plans there. It seems like Naheem Hines would be the main beneficiary. They've got Philip Lindsay, who I'm not excited about. They've got Deion Jackson, who is a total unknown, so... Um, Naheem Hines is obviously more of a pass catching back than he is an every down back. So you don't know for sure if he can handle like a full workload, but um, I think they're probably going to air it out more, which is good for people like Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce. Please be good ends. for Michael Pittman. Please be good for Michael Pittman. Please be good for Michael Pittman. I'm with you on that. So it could be good for Naheem Hines too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like he's kind of showing out because he's always just been there. He's always been the backup. He's always been a backup. So it's like, no, I can't shoulder a load. Uh, now it's just the time to do it. I mean, Jonathan Taylor has been very disappointing so far. And now with him out, Naheem Hines, show what you can do, man. Let's, Let's see, see it, man. Let's see it. I think Taylor will probably be back next week, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson had that injury. Um, he's good to go. I think he's going to expect to play tonight. Um, good to no, go. <laughs> no worries there. I'm, go. I'm really interested to see him. You know, like one thing I heard in one of the podcasts I listened to the other day was a reminder that I needed to hear, which was, man, this this actually happens to him almost every season. He has these lulls where he just kind of disappears. And a lot of times it's the beginning of the season. Is it? You're always freaked out. You're always like, I got to drop Russell Wilson. This is, he's done, <laughs> you know? But he's not old enough to be like toast and he doesn't run that much anymore. So you don't have to worry about like wear and tear. So you're just like, why would he be done? <laughs> you know? Right. I had him a couple of years ago. I want to say like two or three. And I also had Tom Brady on my team. So I initially was just starting Brady because I was like, it's Tom Brady. Uh, but Russ was just lighting it up and I would always get burned. But then I just felt like whenever I started Russ, it must've been during one of those lulls and he would always just burn me. I'm like, Ugh. so it's just interesting yeah. that you say he's going through his lull, but I, I got to disagree. I feel like it's not usually at the beginning. I feel like he usually starts off pretty hot, goes into a little bit of lull, then comes back strong again. Maybe um, flashback to my championship season in our league. The only reason why I think of this is uh remember Doug Baldwin. Oh yeah. I yeah. loved Doug Baldwin, man. I always <laughs> drafted Doug Baldwin. So I had him on my team, and he he wasn't a starter for me in the, the first half of the season because I had like Calvin Johnson, I had Julio Jones. Name and, dropper. But uh, so he wasn't starting for me. But basically from the second half of the season on, he was literally the best wide receiver in the game. He was getting like two, three touchdowns a game. Russ was just looking for him the entire time. So, it's, so it was after that lull, basically half the season, and then bam – it was all Russ and Doug Baldwin the rest of yeah, the Yeah, dude, he was a freaking touchdown maker. And yeah. he was he was PPR as well. Like he was oh just a, he was like a perfect PPR wide receiver. And he yeah. was a total stud. Yeah, yeah. I I'm hopeful. I'll, I'll go back and check and see like when Russ has his lulls historically. Cause if you go back in, in previous years, especially in our Yahoo League, I know we can do this. I can pull up the game logs from each year and see uh, when it happened. I've owned him so many times, I've always been on him. So 
I'm sure I could go back and tell you, but I do remember that he does have these lulls. I just, it's been painful. It's been painful. <laughs> I expected so much early, but I will say the Javante Williams injury could actually help him. You know, if you got one less True. mouth to feed in the running game, I think Javante's a thumper. You're expecting that you just hand him the ball, and let him do his early down work. Like if you don't have that option anymore, Melvin Gordon is still a really solid running back, but like, he's not getting 30 carries a week. And that's basically what the two of them were getting. And I don't think they're going to split it among Latavius Murray and Mike Boone. I mean, I think Murray will get second crack probably, but I'm just, I'm just still so shocked. Latavius Murray is on the Broncos after getting a touchdown and 60 yards the previous week for another team. Dude, the Saints didn't protect him on the practice squad. How stupid was that? (laughs) That was dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. Dumb Saints. Dumb Saints. Um, So yeah, I, I think that it could help uh, Russ throw the ball around a little bit more, uh, including to Melvin. So True. I'm maybe it's just, you know, eternal optimist in me. <laughs> Always trying to look at the bright side, but I think it could be a good thing. Okay. Well, speaking of Russ, why don't we dive into our uh, pigskin pick em picks? Uh, a little bit of a rough week for me last week. I knew this kind of going in. As soon as I made my picks, I was like, this could either be the biggest thing for me. Like, I could just then blow this thing up or get blown up. And it was the latter. <laughs> I got I got blown up. Uh, you yeah, got blown up. I see you circling that seventy points, meaning I got seven correct picks. Yes, um, I missed on a couple close ones. Obviously, like the Ravens Bills, as a toss up could have gone either way. My one big regret, and just the one. So I'll I'll own this one. Was the Commanders over the Cowboys? Yes, that was pretty dumb. I was, was going dumb. Wild Wild West style, but it did not. It, it proved to be like Wild Wild West, a complete flop. So. You see what I did there? I kind of tied that in. I was pretty proud of myself for that. That was not your finest work. That was pretty good. No, I'm <laughs> saying my Wild Wild Wentz and Wild Wild West tie-in. That's pretty good. Okay. Good saying. Anyway. Sing the whole song. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rock. <laughs> Jim don't want that. <laughs> None of this. Six gun in this. Brother running this. Wow. It, it, Off another soldier. Look, it's like I told you. We'll have to okay, do anyway. Wild Wild West trivia next week for you. Yeah, here we go. Just the song. <laughs> song and just the first verse. <laughs> Uh, how about a girl Leslie here? Absolutely crushed it last week. <laughs> 13 yeah. Greg picks. She jumped into the lead. She's now ahead of everybody by two. Crushing points. everybody. Like again, Crushing. we just got to stop calling people out because they literally just put it on their bulletin boards and just, then just blow it up. So we should stop doing that. I'm just Mr. Steady Eddie here. Look at me go. Just yep. 80, 90, 90, hundred. Like maybe I'm working Wait, my way up. I was going to say, you're slowly going up. I go like this. Yeah. You're like, eh, uh, eh, uh. <laughs> So yeah, and Kyle, wow, so Kyle, Kyle one look at him, so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> He's really bouncing around. He is. He oh is. man, good times. It's a long season, but uh, good on you, Kyle. Well done this week. Yep. You got a little side action on that. Um, good job, Kyle. Good job, Kyle. We'll get you back this week. Let's make some picks. Let's make these picks now. Let's start it off going to Denver on Thursday night. The Colts without Jonathan Taylor versus a banged up Russell Wilson and no Javante Williams. What's gonna happen, Kemp? Two-star running backs out in this matchup makes it kind of interesting. I'm going to take the home team on a short week and take the Broncos. Uh, two decent defenses here, too. Uh, yeah. Broncos have been a really good defense. The Colts have historically been a good defense, have struggled a little bit this year. But I think they're going to have trouble without the threat of the running game. Uh, if you don't even have that threat, then you, you don't have to keep the defense honest. And I think the secondary of the Broncos will 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 do a decent enough job. I am hopeful that Pittman yeah. will get his, but, yeah, I'm going Broncos. Yeah, I think one thing that's kind of getting lost uh, with Broncos and the whole Russell Wilson offense struggling thing is that the defense is actually playing really well. So they're the ones keeping them in games. So yeah, right. It's going to be a defensive matchup here at home. I like Denver uh, with their defense and what they'll be able to do against a Jonathan Taylor-less offense. And even Michael Pittman's still a little bit banged up. He's not at 100%. So going Broncos as well. Yeah. All right. How about the Giants traveling to Green Bay taking the Packers? Man, I mean... The world is is making this a landslide, but after three last one, week, three and one teams, man. I mean, after after last week and how the Packers played against the Patriots, I mean, that was a little concerning for me, just yeah. because the Patriots should not have been in that game whatsoever, especially when they go down to their third string quarterback, who let's be honest, probably should be the number two anyway. But they struggled on offense again. You know, another a pick six for a Raj, and just had to go to overtime, literally in the last minute. It's just, and I, but again, on the flip side, you could say they're grinding them out. They're winning these close games. Like they're winning them. They're finding a way to win tough teams. You find that extra gear just to get that extra push, but man, it's concerning. I'm going to go with the Packers hesitantly just because I know on the flip side, 
Saquon's playing great, but Daniel Jones got banged up, and then Teron Taylor got banged up. Yeah, uh, Saquon said he was next up in line to be QB. <laughs> he did actually line up in the Wildcat, but obviously he did the Wildcat. So uh, just I don't know. Davis the Webb, their actual third string quarterback, is like, hey, I I actually do play I quarterback. Actually I actually am a quarterback. That's I literally can, my job, <laughs> and would love to play. Put Saquon in. <laughs> no, put Saquon in. Put Saquon in. Thanks, Davis. Go back to the practice squad. I'm going to go with Packers as well for everything you just said. Um, I have more faith than you do. I know they have not looked good. They are getting it done. They are getting the job done. And the Giants just have they have no weapons other than Saquon. And uh, he's been good enough to get them three wins by himself, basically. So basically. that's got to say something. But the Packers are a different defense. I think they're they're better than the Bears and Commanders and Dallas and that. Like, I mean, they're probably the same as Dallas, really. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with the Pack on this one. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, now we got the Steelers traveling to Buffalo. It can't even be a revenge game for Mitch Trubisky. So what? What do we think is going to happen? <laughs> Woof! Look at the world says ninety-seven percent. Hey, Kenny Pickett, we want you to be our starter. Here's your first game, Buffalo <laughs> at Buffalo. Not even just at home at, at Buffalo. Buffalo. It's not in December, so I mean, it could, could yeah, be true. worse. But um, yeah, man, that's that's rough. He's actually got four rough games to start his career here because I think he's got Tampa next week, and then they've got like. I forget who it is. It's like it's like Miami and it's quite the gauntlet. Baltimore or something like I don't know, but I actually think they're four really good defense. It's not even Miami and Baltimore, but like I think they're really good defenses. So he's he's got a pretty rough. It might be Philly. Um so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go you're with, going with Pittsburgh. <laughs> so you go with Pittsburgh. What I'm hearing is you like Kenny Pickett. I'm going to build on this one, take care of business. Yep. Um I'm very interested to see how Pickett does though. I am not gonna be picking against the Bills anytime in the near future, just because the one time I did, you know. Again, it was a close game. They actually should have lost that game. But, uh, yeah, especially not this one at home against Kenny Pickett. So. Yeah. How about the Chargers heading to Cleveland to take on the Browns? So, coming into last week, it was kind of the opposite, where the Cleveland's going up, LA's going down. But Cleveland got brought back down to earth by Atlanta, of all teams. So, that was kind of saying, yep, nope, this is where the Cleveland Browns should be. <laughs> there, here they are. Uh, Chargers, again, I think. Herbert's going to slowly get healthier. Allison Eckler finally broke out. Maybe this will be kind of the, the breaking of the dam for him. So I'm going to go Chargers on the road. This is a tougher pick than I think you just made it sound like for me. Um, I'm, really? I'm still not totally confident in the Chargers. And Keenan Allen's still not healthy, and I don't think he's right. going to play. So that matters. Um, Gerald Everett has been great. Mike Williams has had it. two good yeah. games in a row. Eckler seems to be, at least from last week, he's back. We'll see which Eckler shows up this week. Uh, the Browns are keeping every game close. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the spread is here. It's it's probably close to a pick They may be a slight underdog at home, which I hate to, p- hate to pick against an underdog at home, but I, I'm with you. I think I have more faith in the Chargers. It wouldn't surprise me if the Browns win this game. I was going to say, just, like, just as soon as you start giving faith to the Chargers, they'll just say, nope, you shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The line is two and a half to the Chargers. Yeah. So I don't like a home underdog. I mean, that's. That's Baltimore material right there, but <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the talent in the Chargers. I okay. think I, ew, I don't know. I would actually so, consider I would actually consider taking a money line bet on the uh, Browns in the sports oh, wow. book on that one. Okay, well, if you're taking the talent on the Chargers, clearly you're, you're just focusing on talent. So you're going to go with the Bears and Justin Fields, is what you're saying? That's raw talent. That is, uh, <laughs> he's the only talented <laughs> player they have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this one, I don't know. I mean, the Bears have been hanging in games, honestly. And the Vikings yeah. have been hanging in them in the wrong way. Like, you know, they're they're Even barely beating them. teams they should be beating by more. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings again, but again, probably a close game. Like, they're just not – their offense is not as high-octane as I hoped it would be and expected right. it to be. I want to see Dalvin Cook involved in the passing game. I want to see him really get his rhythm going. Maybe this is the spot. I think one surprising thing, at least for me, but maybe not, it's just because he's getting older, is Adam Thielen. I feel like he you haven't heard his name at all this year. And so I think you're right. The offense has not been as high octane as everyone expected it to be. Um, But I just I don't see the Bears being able to keep up in Minnesota. Um, So going off of raw talent, I'm going to go with the Vikings here. Yeah. How about the Lions in the past? Oh, no. House divided. What are you going to (laughs) do? This, I mean, <laughs> so I'm torn. I'm, I'm torn for many reasons, and it's mainly because of the Lions. Because I feel like I've have a, have I picked the Lions every week? I don't think I have. I can't. Well, to roll the tape back, but um, man, they're just so disappointing. <laughs> and it's like for 
some weird reasons. Like the offense has not been disappointing. They're leading the league in offense. Again, yeah. they had that NFL record for touchdowns scored in consecutive quarters. Jared Goff is officially the number one rated fantasy quarterback. Like all the things on offense is going right. They did that last week without DeAndre Swift. Anyway, uh, but they keep losing. And that's, you know, for this reason, it's just like, ugh. The Patriots are being sneaky and staying in games. Again, they had no reason to stay in Green Bay in that game. They had zero. Um, so those the Patriots are now just kind of that annoying team. They're not going to be good, but they're going to surprise you sometimes and cause you to lose games like this. I'm going to stay on the Lion train just because of that offense. And again, if the Patriots fall in a hole, they cannot keep up, especially with Zap being their quarterback now. You don't no, know that? I you mean, don't you know that? The kid's a gunslinger. He is a gunslinger, but... Of the 24 points they scored last week, seven of them were from the defensive end. And I know Zap didn't come in until later, but still. He threw a touchdown. He did throw a touchdown. Congrats that tells to me him. he scored as many points as any other quarterback. <laughs> anyway, I'm going Detroit on the road. So, um, unlike Kenny Pickett getting his first start against Buffalo, Bailey Zappi gets his first start against Detroit. Totally different ball game here. Yes. Um, I, I agree with everything you just said. I agree, I agree with it. <laughs> And I think this is this is a prime spot for Belichick to beat a team he absolutely should not beat. Yep. Um, You're taking New England. Why not? I'm taking New England. Let's go, Bailey. And it's going to be heartbreaking when they win, and you're going to be so mad at yourself. I, again, this is going to be that game like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, damn it. I will, on the air, I will trade you picks right now if you want to. I will allow said, you to trade picks. I appreciate it. No, I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Because, again, like, <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't feel good make... about it, but I also know like the Patriots can run the ball and the Lions cannot okay. stop the run at all. That is what also the Patriots do well. And I think it's just going to be a, a total smash game for Damian Harris and Ramadji Stevenson. I think they're both just going to blow it up. Very valid points. You are not wrong. And and I know you make fun of me because I throw this term around like all the time, the must-win thing. But honestly, this is a must-win for the Lions because the way they've been losing to the teams they shouldn't be. You got to win this one. You got to, at this point, it's about wins and losses. It's not, we're getting better. We're, we're all yeah. in with such a good feel. No, you got to win. And this is a game you now need to win. If they keep losing these close games, there's nothing different from last year. And you exactly. have to show progress, you know? I mean, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. All right. Wolf. My turn. All right. Well, do I go first? You go first. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all thrown off. I'll just Can give it to you. Let's go on this one. All right. Seattle at New Orleans. Just pick it. <laughs> I'm taking the Saints at home. It's a home game, cross country for Seattle. You know how I feel about that. You do not. Camara's uh, like healthy. I think he's going to have a big game. And I think Alave will be tough for Seattle to handle. Uh, I too am going with the Saints a lot because of the defense. I mean, I know Seattle scored 48 points last week, but that was against Detroit. It's a little different. Saints, again, they hung in last week with the with the Vikes, and that was being completely depleted. Double so doinker, like, man. You said what? They lost by a double doinker. That's, that's the only doink. reason they didn't take that game yep. in overtime. It was so funny. They showed a screenshot of um, like the players that were watching the field goal, so you can't see it, but you just see the players' faces. So it shows at the first doink, at the second doink. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah so anyway i'm uh i'm going to new orleans mainly because of the defense and, and playing at home okay i agree gino's been playing really well we'll, we'll see yeah. how that goes yes gino in a bottle how about miami heading to new york taking on the jets we got uh teddy bridgewater quarterback in miami we got zach wilson second start of the year yeah uh i'm gonna go with the uh teddy bridgewater led dolphins uh again just because i think they're still more a more well-rounded team uh and again I, as we talked about it last episode teddy bridgewater is a completely competent quarterback and can completely step right in uh look for mike kosicki just because i feel like whenever these backup tight uh backup tight ends backup qbs come in from miami that's who they go to and teddy's a smart guy he's a smart player so you might not see as many huge plays from him but he can lead you down the field and a lot of it's going to be kosicki and just kind of getting those possessions and getting longer drives. So I like the Dolphins here. Uh, again, it's, it's just Zach Wilson's second second start back, so we got to see a little bit more from him before I can put a little faith in the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, Bridgewater is a pretty conservative quarterback too, so mm -hmm. you're going to see a lot of shorter stuff. Uh, that that can benefit Waddle and Hill too. They're just going to have to run after the right. catch. You know, uh, I'm, I'm also going to go with the Dolphins. I think the defense is better. I think these, these teams have got a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. I'm excited about both of them. I think they're both – going in the right direction offensively. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you. I think the defense is going to be the difference for the Dolphins. Okay. 
All right, now we got your Falcons traveling to the Bucks. Tom Brady, yikes! They're two and two right now, dude. This is this is funny because the Falcons are a team that should not have won any games, and they <laughs> and the Bucks, you know, you think on paper at least should not have lost any games. They've lost two, so like this is one of those weird games where I'll be annoyed when the Falcons keep it close and have a chance to win. But I got yep. the Bucks. They're getting healthy finally. Yeah. You know, um, Godwin's back, and I think that he's good to go. Evans is back and angry. The Falcons still can't get Kyle Pitts going for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. And without Cordero Patterson, like the run game's not going to be a big threat, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I was just going to say, no Cordero. Who would ever thought like three or four years ago, us saying, no Cordero Patterson? Oh my God. I know, right? <laughs> over. Uh, so, yeah. But I mean, in our faces the past few years, he's been legit. Le- ridiculous so legit and ridiculous at the same time uh i'm gonna stop saying that it's Fournette's finally gonna come and show out rushing wise because i'm just gonna stop yeah we'll we'll see Um, it when we see it but it is um, a revenge game for julio look out (laughs) watch out so yes tampa at home going tampa how about my titans i'm done i'm not doing commanders Commanders. not doing commanders ever again tennessee that's it i'm done (laughs) i'm done (laughs) no you don't want to think about carson wentz on this one or no Wild Wild Wentz is dead to me. Truthfully, this is the week he he would have a good a good week for sure because their secondary gives up a lot of yards. And yep. Matt Ryan threw for three fifty and two touchdowns, I think, against him. So Carson Wentz will probably have himself a nice little day. Um, but I got to go with my Titans, man. They're they're rolling right now. No trailing Burks. That does hurt a little bit, but they don't seem to really care who the receivers are. Nope. Tannehill will throw to literally anybody. So <laughs> anyway, um, okay. there's something wrong in Washington. I. I I'm not like 100% confident in this one, but I'm going to go Titans. Okay, good. Titans. Titans. All right. Now, oh, wait. Now we got an interesting one. Texans, Jags. You know, at the beginning, probably thought both of these teams would be 0 for right now, but neither are 0 for 4. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would have, a preseason, I would have said this would be a tie and they would, they would, they would both be 0 4 and 1 and 0 4 and 2 or whatever. But <laughs> um, I mean, the Jags are rolling, dude. I like, I like what I'm seeing out of Jacksonville. I think Trevor yeah. Lawrence has taken a big step forward. And he's got some good weapons. I talked about this last time. Like, I feel like it's a money ball team. I just, they're not big names. They're probably overpaid, whatever, but like they're getting it done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm in on the Jags. Yeah. This will probably be a tight game. Cause Houston's been, been hanging with people too. Two underrated defenses here. Um, probably a low scoring game ish, but yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jags, man. Yeah. I mean, it was just fun to see the Jags hang with the Eagles last week who Eagles are one of the best defenses of the league. Just one of the best teams kind of overall, just solid. So they were right there with them. They could have, uh, it could have gone either way. So yeah, it's, it's great to see the steps they've made. And and I, I will like to see that continue against Houston. I think it will. Yep. How about the Niners heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers? I mean, if you're hoping that Sam Darnold is coming back from the IR and you're disappointed when he's not, that says a lot. So I'm going with Sam Fran. Sam Fran looked good on Monday night against uh, the Rams. I mean, they looked, their defense is absurd uh, and they're going to just eat Baker Mayfield alive. Um, spoiler alert. I chose the San Francisco 49er defense in our pickup league. So <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're money right now. Uh, yeah. Garoppolo. I, I like Garoppolo under center for them. It's a steady, steady sport, Eddie, man. You know? Yeah. He, he knows how to run the offense. They're comfortable with it. Yeah. The team just plays better that way. You know, not that they couldn't have done well with Trey Lance and we right. never really got to see it, but um, I think this is, it's a, it, now it's the same Niners team. It was last year and it's a dangerous team. So give me them Niners. So I know we don't typically talk about announcers as much, but I love Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I think they're a great duo. And so it's just listening to them. Uh, you know, it was still, I think, a one-possession game. And it was in the fourth quarter. The Niners had the ball. And I love just what they were talking about, Jimmy G. Like, well, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he's a smart coach. You know, they're going to they're gonna run the ball a lot here. They're going to run down the clock because they don't want Jimmy G to make an enemy of himself. They know he can get a little excited. <laughs> just hearing that. He like, can get a little excited. <laughs> you're right. They don't, they're not going to let him hurt himself here. So hitting that ball off or just give it a Devo. Yeah. They're not Romo, but they're good. Yeah. They're not Romo, but I like them. Speaking of Romo. How about Dallas heading to L.A. to take on the Rams? Man, so how about Cooper Rush is the first quarterback in Cowboys history to win his first four starts ever. You've got some big names in Dallas history, and he is the first to win all four. Uh, Legend. So it's once again, it's kind of one of those scenes like stop picking against them where you just think this would be a runaway. Um, But the Rams have looked terrible. Like on Monday night, they looked listless. The offense looked so out of sync. You have to throw the ball to Cooper Cup 19 times in order just to get the ball down the field. Stafford's off. 
Hey, Alan Robinson me. caught two for seven yards. <laughs> he saved me. He saved me. Um, you know what? Screw it, Cowboys. What do you mean, screw it? Of course the Cowboys are going to win this game. Of the Rams course. are garbage. They are straight garbage. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. I don't know why the world is 69% Rams. Yeah. Like, if you don't hate, if you hate Cooper Rush, that's on you, man. He's getting the job done. The offense yes, is competent. You be controversy. The defense is good, and they're going to get after Matthew Stafford, too. He's going to have people in his face the whole game. I have not seen anything from the Rams that makes me comfortable picking them. No. No way. Defenses looks porous, and then, again, the offense is just – there's no run game. Anyway, yeah, gross. Probably another low-scoring game, but yes, sure don't want it. And, and, like, a home game for L.A. is not really a home game. Like they, no. They've shown that they will sell more tickets to the opposing team. So, of course. You know Dallas yeah. fans are everywhere. They're going to be there. All right, now we got the uh, the bird battle. Battle of the birds. <laughs> I like how they're facing the opposite direction. Like, no, I don't want to look at you, other bird. I wish it was a home game for the Eagles. And I was just going to say it was a yeah. home game for Philly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are looking better. They're turning things around a little bit. But, man, I'm I'm all in on the Eagles, dude. Yeah. I'm on this hype train until they lose, man. I'm, I'm a believer. Both sides yep. of the ball. Yep. Same here. Eagles, man. Until they can, until they prove us wrong, there's no reason to pick against them. They've yeah, Miles lost. Sanders is looking really good. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is absolutely dominating. MVP candidate for sure. Yep. He's got AJ and Devontae going, cooking. Dallas Goddard's been great. The defense is on fire. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Sunday night football. We got the Bengals traveling to Baltimore. Ooh. Division rivalry here, taking on the Ravens. This will be a good one. This will be a good one. I'm surprised to see the world be so lopsided in this sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Ravens, like, it's it's shame on me. So last year, every time I picked against them, they won. So this year, I was actually on their train. They lose. So I'm annoyed. I'm just pissed at them. It's just I yeah. can't figure them out. Uh, and again, the two losses they have, they, they should have won, won both games. They should be 4 no, but they they're should not. Be 4-0. Yep. So that that does still say something. Like Even though you should be 4-0, you're, you're not. And there's a reason for that. Uh, the Bengals, on the flip side, like they should not be 4-0. They had no reason well, to lose those they games. should be because they lost two games early that they absolutely right. should not have lost. But in those games, they looked gross. Yep. Um, whereas at least the Ravens, they didn't look gross. So... I'm actually going to go with the upward trending team here, Cincinnati, because this is going to be a great matchup. I think it's going to be super close, um, but I'm going to go with Cincinnati just showing that they're kind of getting back over the hump. They're spreading the ball out. You know, T Higgins is really stepping up. Jamar Chase is, is doing fine, but you know, it's, it's been more of kind of a little better distribution wise. So I'm going to go Cincy just because they, they want to make a statement. And I think this will be it. Yeah, this is for me, this is an absolute coin flip. I yep. really, really don't know because, like what we talked about, both these teams should be four and zero. I don't. I mean, you can call it momentum that the Bengals have won the last two. The Ravens have been like win loss, win loss kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens are, they know. I think they're confident they can hang with anybody after hanging with the Bills and hanging with the Dolphins. They played the entire AFC East. Let's be honest, two good teams there. <laughs> True. Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. They beat the two. They beat the no. They lost. They split the two good teams. No, yeah. they lost to both good teams. They, they lost to the good teams, the yes. Bills and the Dolphins. But they, they should have won both those games, as you talked they about, should. you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe they're not totally tested because they also played the Patriots and the Jets, the Flacco Jets, revenge game, look out. Um, I don't know. The Bengals can't run the ball. I, I don't know what's going on with Joe Mixon, but, like, he'll get, like, 25 carries for, like, 60 yards. I mean, that's, that is not effective. Their line got worse somehow. Yeah. Um, Bateman's banged up for the Ravens, mm-hmm. so I don't love that. I hope he can go. T. Higgins has been tough to guard. The Ravens secondary has not been great. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying a bunch of stuff to buy myself time here because I don't know because so, you don't know your pick yet. I don't know Should who to we pick. Go to the wheel of names. <laughs> just pick it for you. You know what? Um, I'm just gonna go Ravens just to be different. Okay. Just to be different from you, and I, I think it's Sunday night football. It's at home. Um, they've they've got to feel like man, we've got to win some of these. Uh, we're gonna have a tough schedule all year, so we just we got to win okay. some of these games. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Dobbins is back and healthy, and he's you know he's gonna get better each week. It's, uh, it's weird that this is their first divisional game. Again, it's just yeah. odd that they play the entire AFC East first, but whatever. All good. Yep. I do worry. I mean, I think you're right. that The Bengals are getting right. They're getting things figured out. So mm-hmm. Zach Taylor's officially off the hot seat now. Where he's good. <laughs> he's good. Goodness, right? All right. Now we got the Raiders challenging the Chiefs in Kansas City. Yeah, man. Um, this this is one where I think preseason we thought, can't wait to see the fireworks here. Yep. Um if you remember last year, the Chiefs hung like 
88 points over two games on the Raiders, I think. It was like 88 to 10 or something insane. Yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely slaughtered them. So the chip is going to be on the shoulder for the Raiders for sure. And they've gotten better. You know, they've added, obviously, you had Devontae, William, Devontae Adams. You're better. Um, yeah. Man, what I saw from the Chiefs last week against the Bucks, hard to get that out of my mind. The defense, so man. Got, I got to go Chiefs. I Yeah. I like the talent, honestly, on the Raiders better, but Chiefs are getting it. And Mahomes is obviously the best player on both teams, so he's getting yeah. it done. And tough to stop that dude when he's when he's rolling. Playing in Tampa against that defense to be able to do what he did—I mean, that's just—you dropped forty-one on him, and that's on a Bucks defense. And that's—and even on the flip side, the Chiefs defense looked good against Tampa. I mean, I know that. Tampa ended up scoring in the 30s, but a lot of it comes towards the end. Didn't really matter as much. So that's, I think that's more of the surprising side. It's just that their defense is playing so well. And the Raiders, until you can prove it again, I mean, they're not there yet. And so I'm, I'm going Casey. Yeah, this could be another shootout, though. I, I think it could be. Get get both these teams in your lineups. <laughs> yes. Make it happen. Let's see. We got to do our tiebreaker, total points. Did total you points. go first last time? I think you went first last time. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go 48. Yeah, I'm going to go over that. I'm going to go with 56. Okay. And I think it, that might even be low. That might even be low. Fair. Fair, fair. All right. There it is. There you go. Woo. Boom. There are picks. So we had what? Two or three different? Yeah, we had a few. Just a couple. Two or three in there. All right. It'll be yeah. interesting to see. Hopefully, maybe I can just kind of slowly come back in. Let's I was go. surprised when you took the Falcons over the Bucks, but <laughs> otherwise, I, I predicted most of your picks. Okay. Falcons over Bucks. My squad. All right, man. Well, the moment everyone's been waiting for. The moments for some Troy trivia. That's right. Flashback to 2003. Let's go back to the biggest movie at the time. Troy. Was it so, even? I don't even remember this being that big of a movie. I mean, it was highly touted just because of the cast and, of course, like the budget. It was huge. Um, it did okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, I don't know. Like, I feel like I mentioned the movie and. <clears throat> I'm always surprised that people have seen it. I'm like, oh, nice. You saw that? <laughs> oh, you saw that. <laughs> okay, so this is not one of my trivia questions, but a random trivia question for you. So, hint, it's not Troy. What is Brad Pitt's highest grossing movie? You are not going to get it. <laughs> Dude, what's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> um, I'm not going to get it. So, if you guessed World War Z, you were correct. Oh, my God. World War Z. Like, it's so crazy because he's been in so many good movies. He's been so great in a lot of movies. But they're not, like, big box office smashes. And so, when World War Z came out, I don't know if you you probably didn't see it. um, Classic zombie flick. It was based Um, off a book, but it had nothing to do with the book. It's a great book. Uh, It just had the title, right? (laughs) Literally, that was it. (laughs) And, like, maybe some of the same character names. But that's probably it. Yeah. But, uh like when it did surprisingly well, like fun fact, highest grossing movie for Brad Pitt. That's wild. Wow. I was a big fan of all the oceans movies. So right. I'm in on ocean 11, 12, 13, all of them. All right. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six questions. One is an annoying question. So I'm trying to use it. I'll say that for the end. Let's try not to annoy anymore. That got really (laughs) bad. That that turned into really bad radio here. (laughs) It was more of a fun one, but anyway, so we'll start off easy. Okay, if you say so. This is a yeah, 2004 movie, all right? Now, I, I do, I will admit, I do watch this. I've mentioned to you off the air. Like, this is one of those movies where if my wife's out of town or something yeah. and I got the kids to bed, like, I might throw Troy on. Now, I'll probably be doing something else while I'm doing it because right. not full. Focus. I've seen it a bunch, but I have seen this a good amount of times, I and it hasn't like... been 20 years since I've seen it. So. <laughs> I feel like because of you, I'm going to have to throw it back on there. Because, again, I, I remember watching it, and it was solid. I just... Haven't rewatched it. I so. just love watching, watching like just the, and they even say in the movie, like the way he moves is different. Like, yeah. I don't know. Achilles is just such a sweet character. Well, just that first scene where he's like jumping, jumping to get that big dude, just one swipe dead. <laughs> Got him. Yep. All right. So this is kind of like a non movie question, but it's part of the movie. When filming, <laughs> I don't, don't, I already laughing. hate you. When filming, you're such what a jerk. Part of his body did Brad Pitt injure? Just think, just think. That's all I'm gonna say. It's Achilles tendon. Yes. So that's the ironic. I wanted to start. I was kind of like he ironically they had to shut filming down for five months because he injured his Achilles tendon. Really? Yes. 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 Okay. I've never heard that before. That's really wild. One for one. 
What was the relation of Patroclus to Achilles? That was his cousin. That was his cousin. Good job. All right, so this is one where you're going to get mad at me for, but I think <laughs> you might. This will be a throw-in. So I'll, uh, this one won't count, but if you get oh, it. this point, in the middle of the round. Yes, yes. Name another movie, and a hint for you is it's a favorite of yours, that the actor who played Patroclus was in. If you want another hint, look behind you. <laughs> if I want another hint, it's one of the posters on my wall. <laughs> was was he in Friday Night Lights? He was in oh, Friday Night Lights. Wait, was he? Uh, um, he wasn't uh, the fullback, was he? He was. He was yeah. the fullback. There Tim McGraw's kid. Yep. I'll give you that point because you you pulled out the position. It's now that job. you mentioned it, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking of his face, you know. Mm-hmm. So there you oh, go. Oh man, Patroclus. Patroclus played fullback. Good job. That's awesome. I'm talking about right. his name right now too. I can't think. So of I'm going to give you that point. So that's three for three. Um, who killed King Menelaus? Hector. Correct. Yeah, he was fighting yeah, Paris. Why though? Yeah, he was <laughs> fighting Paris, why. and Paris ran away because <laughs> he was about to get killed. He was about to get his head chopped off, actually. And then Hector was like, "Not on my watch!" Pulled out his yeah. sword, got him right through him. Yep, killed King Menelaus. So that was not bueno. Made Paris look super bad, and Hector should not have done that. But anyway, well, it's his brother. It is he his brother. Should, have, should not have done it. I mean, they're already in a war. It's not like <laughs> it's true. There was and, and, and Hector's point is like they're not going to turn around even if you do this fight. Like they're not right. just going to turn around a thousand ships. You know, Paris lost, Paris lost tons of honor for that. He did lose um, a lot of honor for that. He looked yes. very weak. He almost uh, he almost left the sword of Troy behind too. He did, but then he gave it to who? Do you know who he gave it to? It's not my official question. Um, it was Hector's wife, right? Yeah. So Hector gave it had his wife who gave it to Paris, and then Paris gave it to someone when they were escaping. I thought it, oh, I thought it was Hector's. No, you know what? There's a whole story behind that. I thought it was Hector's wife, but there's a whole story because the person he gave it to in the myth actually went and like reestablished Troy so or something. According to the movie, it was Aeneas. Is that yeah. in your Greek mythology ring true? Yeah, I think that's true. Because Paris is going back in there and the, some people were escaping and he gives it to this boy that's know. right so anyway that was not there's a whole there's a whole story that goes from that i think in mythology oh all right fair all right four for four here comes number five who came up with the idea for the trojan horse odysseus odysseus he was watching a soldier, watched carving... a soldier carve a horse for his kid you got it he came up with the idea for said Trojan horse. So there you go. Five for five, man. Well, you had six, you said. This is an annoying one. Did you want the random annoying question? The random the annoying question. Funny. You know what? I'll take it, but I, I, I'm already annoyed by just the fact that you even called it an annoying random question. <laughs> well, it's not annoying. It's just a random, and it's just kind of funny that this was even a trivia question. So when Hector goes to confront Achilles, excuse me, reverse it. When Achilles goes to confront Hector, because Hector killed Patroclus, Thinking it was Achilles, though, in his defense. Uh, so he's standing at the gates. How many times does Achilles yell, yell Hector? Hector? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I'll give you. Well, there are also minus. some like in the background. When you when you see Hector, you can hear him in the background. <laughs> right. yelling his name. I wonder if that counts. I would have guessed in the movie. I would guess in the movie. It's eight to ten, somewhere in that range. You are correct. Number was nine. <laughs> Number was nine times. Hector. Yeah. Can you imagine being Hector at that point? Like, oh, oh my god. god. I would no. I would be crapping myself so hard right then. Like, no. Because <laughs> Hector dude. had already seen him fight. He'd already been basically I mean, spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> He'd already seen him fight. He'd already been like let loose by him, basically. Like he was like, should have been dead already. Yep. And Achilles is like, go home. It's too early in the day for killing princes. Let's him go back to his to his castle uh, to Troy. Yep. He'd already seen he'd already seen Achilles throw a spear like someone he'd never seen before in his life, you know. Yeah, I mean, he just did some super cool stuff. I thought when you were talking about the big jump, the jump stab, which he did, he did in Apollo's temple as well. I thought you were going to hit me with that trivia on Boagrius, <laughs> the uh, the big guy that he got. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, 
Pythagoras. <laughs> it just comes and you're dead. Achilles and, and nothing. He's asleep. He's asleep with a bunch of broads. Yep. <laughs> well, there you go, man. Clearly is one of your movies. You got them all right. Even the crazy. How many times did he yell Hector? Eight to ten times. That's <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Eight to ten. Very fair. So well yeah. done. You I wonder in the real myth, if in the mythology, like I wonder if that is listed anywhere. If they <laughs> he called you know, for a hundred days or something like it's probably times, probably something like that, where he's like a hundred days in a row. He went up to the game for Hector, you know, yeah. could have been, could have been. All right. So that's good for trivia, trivia, Troy trivia. We're back on track with uh, not pooping our pants on trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got a little off track there. Yeah, we did. That's fine, though. We're back. All right. Let's give an update on our Run Your Pool Fantasy Challenge. Let's do that. Yeah. So I crushed um, it again. I got a whopping. Hey, hold on. I crushed it. I got 103 points. So I'm just saying that's a good that's a that's a good number of points. If that were a math test and that was (laughs) with extra credit, that'd be fantastic. See, I'm saying I had 171. So quite a few more. That was over two tests. So that's, that's actually right. like an 85. It's a B average, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm now up by 116 points after four weeks. <laughs> that's a big margin. Now, it's a long season. We said this a lot. And with this game in particular, yeah, we're both so saving studs. Fire. You're probably saving more studs than I have so far. And actually, you're going to forget to make your picks one week, so you'll get a donut. So that'll help. Well, I am the commissioner. I can always go back and put it in. Uh, that would be against the rules. I already did it one time. <laughs> All right. So let's go with our teams, shall we? Let's uh let's alternate. So I'll start with my quarterback. I got TB12 himself, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah, that's a good pick. I almost went that route as well. I went with Mahomes in that shootout uh Monday night football. Yep. Coming off a big win at, in Tampa. I'm like, man, the dude looks so good. I just gotta keep rolling with him. Good call. That's a very good call. I'm going with Tom Brady's teammate, old Uncle Lenny. Uncle Lenny, man. I hope so. I've got so much Uncle Lenny in my leagues. I hope this is the week he just blows up. Yeah. I'm going back to one thing I mentioned earlier, which is you can run on the Lions. I'm going with Damien Harris, your boy, in a heartbreaker okay. as he just runs all over your Lions pick. Damien Harris. Damian Harris. I'm not even really that high on normally. I <laughs> know, right? You are not. Uh, I'm going with your boy, the king himself, Derek Henry. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Let's go. D Hen going to be running all over them commandos. Yeah. Here's hoping. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy I don't like at all, but Clyde, like Ed- Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm going to go with CEH on this one. Um, again, a lot of points scored in this Monday night game, and I'm also part of this is like a little bit worried that as the season goes on, he's going to start losing some of his job. Yep. Like he's played well, well enough to not lose his well. job, yeah. but if he has a couple dud games, Pacheco's in there. True. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and use him while he's hot. It's Panchero. Just it's right. Panchero's brother, Pacheco. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with his former teammate, one Tyreek Hill. I know we kind of talked about it that, you know, it's hit a Bridgewater, it's not as many big plays, but if he hits him on a slant, that could be a, just a huge big play. And I'm hoping that he kind of breaks some of those. So going with Tyreek. Yeah, I liked that matchup against the Jets, obviously, but yeah. wanted to save him for when he had two a back. And he had two a back. Ideally, or or at least a game where he's you got to you know, break the top open or whatever. I'm going with Terry McLaurin. Um, has not had a great start to the season. The Titans can't cover anybody. So I'm I am I'm gonna say hopeful. It's maybe the wrong word, but I'm hopeful that he has a big week this week. Not big enough for them to win, of course, but uh, I think he's gonna get plenty of action. I think Curtis Samuel will be back this week too. Dotson, I think, is out this week. I think he's injured. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna play. So even more emphasis on McLaurin. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Chris Alave as my second one, just because kind of riding him while he's hot and still while they're not fully back, at least on the receiving course, so maybe get him more looks. Yep. And uh, yeah, just kind of riding him right while he's while he's going well. Yeah, it's a great play as long as Thomas is out too, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know if he's going to play or not. Uh, I'm going to go with T. Higgins. He's been so money to start the season. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and use him. Keep it rolling in this show with the Ravens. I was going to say the Ravens are showing they will give up a lot of yardage just to yep. wide receivers. So, all right, <clears throat> had to finally go big on my tight end. Going for the shootout, Travis Kelsey. I just had yeah. to. <laughs> he did. He only got me ten points. Like I got him on the one week he was down. It yeah. was just awful. So. I'm worried about this one. I'm going Dallas Goddard, who's had a great season so far. Mm-hmm. Rock solid, double digits, I think, in every game. I've had him, I have him in one of my leagues. He's been great for me. I'm going to go Goddard and keep my, I'm using all the best tight ends every week. It's a good move. You might have Tyler Conklin pick, but uh, going with kicker, going with Buffalo Bills, Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. Going a little, little shootout against Pittsburgh. So maybe a lot of field goals. 
Let's hope for that. I think I used him last week. I'm going to go with Greg Joseph, Minnesota. Um, I used him maybe. two weeks ago. You did. That's true. Um, I'm I'm thinking that the Bears defense is solid, and so maybe they hold them to more field goals. I don't know. It's in a dome. I always like that with kickers. There you go. Whatever. All right. For my flex, I'm going with a guy who's been extremely hot, and uh, Miles Sanders just keeping it up right now just because, I mean, he could get hurt. He could – Start splitting more time, but right now he is the lead dog. So once again, kind of like Chris Olave, riding him while he's hot. Yeah, that's a great call. I almost went that route. I'm going in the uh, passing game more with Philly. I'm going with Devontae Smith in my flex. Mm. Um, he's been coming on strong these last couple weeks as well. I think they're going to open it up, and uh, I'm going to use him while he's hot. Okay. And then, spoiler alert, I already told you, going with my Niners defense. <laughs> yep. I'm going with the Jags this week against Houston. Um, Davis Mills threw a couple picks last week. Jacksonville's a better defense than he played, so I'm going to go with the Jags. They've been pretty hot. I think they're they're playing really well. It's at home. Let's go. All right. Well, there you have it. So, just to recap, here are our teams. I'm going with Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, Travis Kelsey, Tyler Bass, Miles Sanders, and the Niners D. That's a heavy lineup, dude. That's <laughs> <It's> heavy. <laughs> that's a pretty heavy lineup. And I mean, I've had a, four of those so far. So I mean, it's, this is going to be a catch-up week for you. I got Mahomes, okay. Damian Harris, Ceh, Terry McLaurin, T. Higgins, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, Greg Joseph in my kicker, and the Jags defense. This is going to be one of those where if I can hang with you at all, it's going to be just because of the matchups. Yeah. And that's all I can hope for at this point. All right. Well, it'll be a fun one. Woo. All right, so we got week five all previewed already. Big game tonight. We're going to start off tonight right. Can't wait to see that one. And, yeah, it'll be an exciting round of games. Some some really good matchups. A lot of high fireworks going to be hopefully some action. Uh, and then, obviously, a couple duds, but aren't there always? But I feel like there were less duds this week. Am I wrong? Yeah, they're really – yeah, not as many. I mean, the ones that we, we were worried might be duds kind of ended up being shootouts. So, I'm not mad about that. Not mad about it. So, yeah. anyway – Got a lot of fun games coming up. Hopefully a lot of fancy implications. Hopefully Kemper and I can kind of get out of the basement this week. We need to kind of keep rising the ranks. But again, it's a lot Go Russell season. Wilson. Once you're back, Russell I'm good. Wilson. I'm getting healthy. Yeah. I got Godwin back. Jared Goff, keep it rolling against the Pats. Let's go. There you man. go. Anyway, so until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. Fold it.